Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Well, 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 we'll try this again. This is The Secret Teachings, and I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening, as we broadcast from the beautiful desert here in the state of Arizona in the American Southwest. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. You can also find us on Gab, that's G-A-B, and Gitter, G-E-T-T-R. You can search either Secret Teachings or Ryan Gable on those two platforms that we're building so we don't have a large following yet. But those are the ways that you can contact us. And if you have anything you'd like to add to the show, please send us an email, please message us, let us know what is on your mind, and let me know what you think about the show. And whether you send us an email or you message me on social media, if you're listening on a podcast player or a radio player like Apple, for example, it'll take maybe 10 seconds. Please scroll down to the bottom of that page for The Secret Teachings and click on the stars. Give us a five-star rating, maybe a four-star rating, whatever you think is honest and whatever you think we're deserving of. And then leave us a little note so other people Anywhere in the world can access The Secret Teachings on Apple or any podcast platform and see what others had to say about the show. We lost a lot of our ratings and a lot of our commentary because of the technical issues switching the show over. So if you enjoy the show, you want to support the show, that is a wonderful way to do so. Last night was luckily not a disaster. But if the show were live last night, it could have been a disaster because if you were in the chat room last night or you saw anything subsequently posted on social media, and that's also been throttled back, this last week, a series of technical issues, technical errors, all of these different things across several different mechanical, technical devices have shown me that I'm pretty sure that I can say this with with almost 100% certainty, that what I'm doing here, I don't know what it is, I don't know what the topic is, but somebody or something, some entity, does not like what I'm doing. And I get it, I'm not Joe Rogan, I'm not big and sweaty and bloated, I don't have you know a, a, a 10 million person audience every night on my show. But nonetheless... Something or someone is targeting what we're doing. I don't know if you saw, but last night at exactly midnight, as soon as that introduction began, it sounded just like this. And that's all I heard. And Bill Cooper started to come on and say, hello, 
anybody home? And my internet feed cut out immediately. My internet was out for 46 minutes. I tried to log on to the app for the internet company and reset the modem. It gave me error messages, two different error messages. I took screenshots of this. I did a video right at midnight. My internet cut out 46 minutes. This internet was out. It finally came back on. I reset the modem router. It's a combo four or five times myself. I had tech support look at it. They had no idea. There's no internet outages in the area. Even the application that I have for the internet company says that my internet was running at 100% efficiency. There's no problems with it. And yet something had directly targeted my internet. That's not the first time that's happened, by the way. This has happened in the past. When I interviewed Bill Binney of the National Security Agency, I had my website and all my archives taken down. took a few days to get them back up. Same thing happened the first few shows I did on Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis back in like 2017, 16, 17. Two of the first shows I did, I had the internet company CenturyLink tell me to my face, somebody got into the crossbox and cut the line to your apartment. And they actually had to go into the, the manager's office where they, I guess they had this box for... Where they, I don't know how this works, but they hooked up the, the internet lines for each individual apartment. They went into the office, and, and according to CenturyLink, they told me somebody cut the wire to my apartment. I don't know who would have gotten access to the manager's office. Maybe the manager just didn't like me. Maybe she cut the line to my apartment. You know, I also had a guy with a duffel bag full of seven pistols. He had seven handguns when the police dumped it out when they finally got the guy. And he had big old bags. I'm not a drug dealer, folks. I don't do drugs, but I got to tell you, I'm pretty sure we're talking tens of thousands of dollars in drugs. Marijuana, cocaine, heroin, you name it. This guy had bags of everything. And when they interviewed his roommate on the scene, this guy had tried to break into my house, by the way, kick in my front door at about 3 o'clock in the morning. They interviewed his roommate. His roommate said, I don't know. I didn't really know the guy. He had just posted on Craigslist he needed a place to stay, and I let him stay with me. He gave me some money. And the police arrested this guy. He moved in right directly across the parking lot from me in another apartment complex. I've had people, when I lived here in Tucson before, people were stalking me. I had my, my, uh, my apartment, or my little townhome. I had it tagged by gangs. So I don't know what it is about this show that pisses people off. But I think the only way that I can prevent further harassment, digital harassment, is to simply dump it all out on air. And maybe the whole point is to harass so that I say these things and I sound crazy and it discredits me. If that be the case, I find that the safest avenue to take. Plus, you know, when I go to sleep at night, I'm like a veteran who has PTSD. I hear anything and I'm, I'm going for the sidearm. All right. I mean, I hear things creak, a dish drop. I hear the wind blow. I'm cocked and loaded. I'm ready to go. So I guess if someone wants to try to break in again, I don't know if that's going to happen, but you kind of get my drift. I'm not saying this to be dramatic. I just want you all to know that I don't know what it is that we're talking about on this show. Last night, I talked about M&Ms, which, by the way, the show did really well last night. So I want to thank you all for downloading the show, streaming the show, 
and commenting and liking us on uh, on Facebook on my personal page, Ryan Gable. But people apparently don't like what we do. In fact, I found it interesting that last night's show about M&M's, there's a little bit more than just M&M's, but the Mars Corporation, the last time I had technical issues of this nature was when we talked about the Mars Corporation back around Halloween. And then the Mars Corporation offered me in a text message hundreds of dollars to sponsor. They put a decal on my car and... That was right after a pre-recorded show I did with my co-host Mike D. And then about 15 minutes after that pre-recorded show, I get this message from Mars. I laughed at it. I called Mike back on Skype. And as soon as I told Mike, and as soon as Mike started laughing hysterically about the text message, my Skype connection completely went down. My fiance Hope saw the whole thing. And she's seen these technical problems recently too. I can't explain them. The only logical conclusion I can come to at this point is that somebody is digitally targeting and harassing me. And again, my intuition says it's meant to frustrate me and it's meant to get me to discuss it, to discredit what I talk about. But perhaps there's a way to express it as I am. I hope this is the way that it's coming off so that it doesn't discredit me. It actually can provide credibility to whatever I'm talking about, M&Ms, I guess, that... Some people, I suppose, don't want there to be discussed or discussed in a way that's kind of kind of maybe, I mean, I view this show as kind of unique. I mean, I look at the M&M situation. They're rebranding these M&Ms. You got a Jewish M&M. You got a, an M&M that was once kind of sexy, and now she's going to wear tennis shoes. You've got a yellow M&M who was dumb, and now he's an optimist. I mean, I don't look at that as being a left or right pro or anti thing. I just look at that as, Mars Corporation benefits regardless of what your point of view is. And when you debate it with people and when morons like me talk about it, the Mars Corporation gets a lot of attention. But there's more to it than that because you can break down the colors that the Mars Corporation uses and how they have this on their website. The green color is bigger than all the other colors and the red and the yellow are dead center and it draws your eyes into the red and yellow, which say stop, caution. And then when you say in subconscious terms, what am I stopping for? What am I being cautious for? Red and yellow trigger a subconscious hunger response. So they take your attention away from the green, the big cash, the big dollar signs, which is what they're concerned with. And they focus it on what are considered to be topics of social justice, what are considered to be just little pieces of candy. It's about psychology and behavioral psychology. It's also about context, and context matters a lot. We did a show last week called Contexting Reality. Maybe it wasn't a great show name, but that show was, I thought, really important because I I provided in video or audio for radio, audio clips and news examples of how context matters. Context matters a lot. For example, back in 2000, I believe it was 18 off the top of my head, I was... I was watching the NHL playoffs. It's about three, three and a half years ago, somewhere around there. I was watching the NHL playoffs and I was, I had it on the radio and I was going to, going to bed. And I'm in the apartment by myself. It was in Boise, Idaho. And I felt and heard something that was just like, it sounded like a bomb went off or almost like an earthquake. My whole studio was rattling. The window rattled. And I heard a, a screeching like a, sound in the sky 
before it happened. It all happened really, really fast. And I started asking people, what, what did you hear? What did, what did you see? Did you hear or see anything strange last night? And everybody said pretty much the same thing. A few people did, said they didn't hear or see anything, but a few people said the same thing. They said, well, now that you mention it, I did hear something weird last night. People saw fire falling out of the sky. That was reported on local social media posts, like for the city of Boise. And uh, whatever it was, it could have been, yeah, a meteor that exploded. Uh, It could have been space debris, space junk, whatever. Uh, Whatever it was that exploded uh, rocked the city within at least a 20-mile radius from Boise to Eagle, where my friend, another friend of mine had lived, and he, he, um, he heard it out there with his girlfriend, and they were at least 20 miles from me, and they heard it. They felt it, and I started to study that, and, and I remembered that years and years and years and years ago, like back when I first started radio, I had read these stories about what people were calling at the time mysterious booms. You know, and in fact, there were some some of these mysterious booms recently. We talked about them on the show called Point of Emergence. We talked a little bit about the Emergence, the Titans, the Eternals. Uh, there were loud booms in Clarksville, Tennessee back in September of 2021. Harrisonburg, Virginia, September 2021. There were, actually, there are so many booms that are happening in Peabody, Massachusetts, that they've... Um, They've got scientists investigating this locally, and the people of Peabody, Massachusetts, according to the news reports, are really concerned because it's, it's not an earthquake. It's not something falling out of the sky, but it feels and sounds like it's both of those things. And then another accompanying thing that's just bizarre is the screeching weird sound in the sky or something that kind of sounds like trumpets. Maybe, maybe like the story of uh, you know, Jericho. The walking around the, the, the wall seven times and the blowing of the trumpets and the walls came a crumbling down. And if you watch VeggieTales, you had the, the French peas up there. I think they were like French peas that were the guards. They had like the, the, the Roman helmets on. So there was something weird that happened that night. And when I heard that, I remembered that I had talked about that and, and I thought about it a lot. I had discussed that years ago, years and years and years ago. We're talking like 2010. 2011, when I started to just compile information that I found interesting. And one of the things that happened back then was, and I remember, I remember where I was when this story broke. And I don't know, it's not like it's a, you know, like a life-changing event. It's not like 9-11. But but this story was so weird and so bizarre. I remember where I was when this story broke. It's about... Six months or so, roughly seven months, something like that, after I had gotten out of uh, high school. It was the very end of 2009. And there was a report, it was in the mainstream press, about something weird that was seen over Norway. The media said, initially, that nobody had any idea what it was. They suspected it could be a rocket. And later on, it was identified as a failed Russian missile launch. December 10th, 2009, strange Norway spiral was an out-of-control missile. The Russian defense ministry confirmed that it launched a Bulava missile and that the missile's third stage failed. This caused that spiraling circle that you saw in the sky. Now, this is something that I posted in the chat room last night because I saw this really late. 
almost at the end of the show, and it was it was published. There was an article published in CBS News, a local news station in Tulsa, Oklahoma, about a spiral appearing in the sky last night, January thirtieth. And this is this is a strange thing because the the local CBS affiliate said that this was simply a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, according to meteorologist Clint Boone. He didn't even say that it was the rocket itself. He said it was a satellite that was launched from the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. And Oklahomans saw it all across green country, all across a large area, they saw this strange spiral in the sky. It's the same kind of spiral. It's not identical, but it's the same kind of spiral, the same kind of lighting even, this weird bluish-green, very bright white light that lights up the night sky. People saw this thing from all over. It's almost identical. It's not as well-defined. As to what happened in 2009... So we're talking a long time ago. We're talking 12 years ago. And now this has been seen in Oklahoma. I posted this in the chat room last night. You can see this on our promotional picture for this evening. I wanted to put these two pictures in the promotional material so that you could see what those things looked like without having to look them up. And if you're looking at the promotional picture for tonight on the right side of the picture is the so-called Norway spiral on the left bottom of the picture is the so-called Oklahoma spiral but there was actually another one back in 2021 just a few months ago back in May and in June two different spirals and there were very few news outlets that reported this. These spirals appeared over the South Pacific islands, including New Caledonia, Samoa, and Fiji. Those islands witnessed the spiral on June 18th, 2021. And if you look at that spiral, very, very similar to the Oklahoma spiral, a little bit different. You know, depending on the angle, there's a lot of pictures of this thing. Similar to the Oklahoma spiral and similar to the Norway spiral. So we go back to those loud, strange, mysterious booms. I felt one. I wasn't thinking about booms that night. I was thinking about hockey. And I experienced something that I had researched before, I had read about before. And I started to dig into those mysterious sounds and those mysterious what sound like explosions. We've discussed this on the show many times before, like your whole house rattles, windows break, you know, uh, patio furniture turns over. But there's no isolated, identifiable area where the sound, the vibration can be traced back to. And in a lot of cases, including the one that I felt in Boise, Idaho, Boise State University had zero evidence of this thing on their seismographs. The USGS had zero evidence of any earthquake that evening. Now, does that mean that the information was scrubbed? I mean, if it was scrubbed from the university and the USGS, 
that would involve a very large conspiracy and it would implicate both local authorities and federal authorities, universities and government agencies in covering something up that a lot of people just didn't even pay attention to. What would be the need to cover something like that up? And I think the same thing about the Norway spiral because it's one of those weird types of 14 phenomena that you can't really explain except by saying, well, that boom was probably an earthquake until you go find that there's no evidence of an earthquake. Officially, I, I mean, I called the USGS. I called Boise State University. I went to Boise State University. I, was, I lived right across the street from it, uh, near where the Whole Foods is there by the, by the Snake River. I went to the local news stations. I went to the local news station because a, a, a sister newspaper of the local news station wrote up an article about a boom that was heard in the Pacific Northwest. And the local newspapers said they never heard of anything like this. Never heard of anything. So I called the sister news station. And I said, we had this boom down here in Boise. And they tell me at the news station, we never heard of anything like that before. And I said, well, I've got a story right here from, from your newspaper. So you do have a story about this. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't have any story about that. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm looking at the newspaper. I'm looking at the article. And they denied that they even wrote the article. So wh- Why? I mean, is it just like I called somebody, they didn't know what it was, and they just played it off and didn't want to sound dumb? I mean, I started to think that there's something else going on here. And that's the same feeling I get with these spirals. I would imagine that there have been Norway-type spirals all over the world, and we just don't see them. The big question is, what are these things? Because meteorologists, like the one on local CBS affiliate, In Tulsa, Oklahoma, meteorologist Clint Boone said it's a satellite that was launched from a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. In the case of the one over New Caledonia, Samoa, and Fiji, Jonathan McDowell, an American astronomer, just said it had to do with a rocket and satellite. And he's also the same individual who analyzed the Norway spiral and said, yeah, it's just a rocket out of control. But then you look at a rocket spiraling out of control... And maybe, maybe the one over the Pacific is a rocket. It has the same distinct characteristics as a rocket spiraling out of control. But the one in Norway, that is not a rocket. And the one in Oklahoma, that is not a rocket. It's brushed aside way too easily. And the local news reports don't do any investigation. They don't even type, let's spiral, weird spiral into the sky on Google or something and see that it's happened other places before. They're just like, weird event in the sky. Don't worry, it was a rocket. Now to sports. It's kind of strange, don't you think? I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. It's the month of Janus and the year of the Tiger 2022. Here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Well, I wanted to play the news clip, but once again, more technical difficulties. Suddenly, the speakers on my actual iMac went out. So I don't even know if I can listen to anything to do a recording after the show or make a promo. I have no idea what's going on. Last night, these hundred and like $110, $115 Bose speakers I had, I invested in those a while ago. I bought these things. And they've worked uh, wonderful. They're Bose. I mean, Bose are, is a really great product, good company. These things were plugged in last night when we had all those technical difficulties again. And uh, they blew. So I'm out $100 on the Bose speakers. They just blew. And then I just tried to get the audio for this news clip. And uh, the audio for that blew. So I don't even know if I have speakers now on my iMac either. And this, this literally just happened. So here's the thing. I don't know what is targeting me or this show, but it's frying my electronics and it's frying my patience. And maybe that's what it or the individuals, maybe that's what they want. I don't know. But I was going to play you local news 
Tulsa, Oklahoma last night, right before we went on air. I didn't see it until after the show. We were talking about something different anyway. And it's about a spiral that opened up in the sky in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So bizarre, so strange. The local news says, hey, it was just a satellite and a rocket. They don't mention that this happened last year over Fiji, New Caledonia, and Samoa, as well over the island of Tokelau. And they've got the same expert commenting on that from Harvard, which to me is a little bit suspicious, who identified the Norway spiral back in 2009. I mean, we already know that media, mainstream media, local media, they don't do any investigation. They do no research. It's a joke when you hear them say, Channel 8 investigates. They don't investigate anything. They don't research anything. I mean, just something something that, that could potentially be dangerous. I mean, maybe it was falling space debris. Maybe it was a meteor. Whatever it was. I mean, even if it was actually a rocket, don't you think that there might be a little bit more coverage of something like this? Something that really could scare the public? But instead... There's a few pictures of it online. There's like literally one, two, three, four. There's like five or six lines of text in the article. And there's no other mention of it in any press. No mention of it. Now, maybe if you're seeing this in in March 2022, maybe somebody else wrote an article about it. There's no mention of it. And if it was a one-off, I'd say that's why. But when I've got at least four hard documented cases of strange spirals in the sky that are lighting up blue, green, white, almost a yellow, something that looks otherworldly, something that looks like it's from a sci-fi movie. You, you're going you're gonna to think, if you look at this thing, that some Karelian battleship is going to come through it, right? From Men in Black, some big spaceship from some other dimension is going to come through it. Something from Star Trek. Something from Star Wars. Obviously, no spaceships are coming through it. Or maybe they have. I don't know. But when I'm looking at this thing, it looks like something from a science fiction film. And there's very little, if any, attention or concern for it. See, that's when I start to think, we've got four well-documented cases of this, from Tulsa, Oklahoma, to Fiji, to Norway. I mean, I don't know how much further apart you could get than Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Norway. But these spirals have been seen all over the planet. So just like the mysterious booms, that tells you something. One, this is certainly not isolated. Two, even though it might be explained away by some kind of Rocket test, the chances of that being a rocket test that malfunctions and and does this. I mean, rockets do sometimes spiral like this, but it's, it's really bizarre that you don't see this more often then. I mean, rockets fail all the time. So how is it that if rockets fail all the time, we only see this once in a while? I, I just... 
I don't, I don't buy that. I think that these are, I don't know what they are, but I can tell you that I don't think that they're rockets. I mean, for example, look up, if you want some perspective, look up Fiji, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Norway. When you look at these three locations on a map, it actually gets creepy because they're almost, they're not exactly, but they're almost in a straight line. In fact, I guess you could even, if you pull up a map and look at where the Fiji Islands are, pull, pull back on the screen there. I mean, Fiji is like, it's obviously Fiji's in the middle of absolutely nowhere, but you draw a line from Fiji to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I mean, you you have to curve it a little bit, but it's almost a straight line from Fiji to Tulsa to Norway. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like an arc. I mean, those are about the three most distant places that you, that you could experience and see something like this. And there's just rocket tests failing everywhere. They're failing in the Fiji Islands. They're failing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They're failing in Norway. And they're all doing the same exact thing. Plus, not only are they failing, but if you look up just a regular old rocket failure, you see like the same few pictures. There's the same pictures that are online. And it's the the rocket. It's got like a yellow white smoke from the flames and it's spiraling out of control. I mean, you really have to like, to, to, to think that there's any geometrical components to this, you have to really stretch the imagination. Yeah, it spirals, but it's not a very consistent spiral, and it doesn't last for very long as the rocket plunges to the ground, explodes, or it plunges into the water. When you're watching the Norway spiral, that ain't a rocket. When you're watching the Tulsa, Oklahoma spiral, that ain't a rocket. When you're watching the one over the Fiji Islands, I mean, depending on the picture, some of the pictures look more like it could be a rocket, if we're being fair and honest, but it's very likely that it's not a rocket. And the only person who's confirming that it is a rocket, it's not even like SpaceX confirmed it was a rocket. All they tell us in the, in the local news in Tulsa, Oklahoma, is that People saw this spiral all across green country and posted it to social media. And they said, without any conclusive evidence, this is SpaceX's 104th successful launch and it's 22nd in Florida. Wait a minute. I thought the rocket was spiraling out of control because it failed. So suddenly the failure of the rocket is a 104th successful launch of a SpaceX rocket. That doesn't make any sense. There's not much here to break down because there's not much being reported on this, but I'm just reading what the local news in Tulsa, Oklahoma said last night. Meteorologist Clinton Boone said it is a satellite that was launched from the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. Okay. Can we get some confirmation of that? Because the only evidence they provide to say that this is a rocket is just giving you details about a SpaceX rocket launch. They're like, this was a satellite launch from a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. And you're thinking, where's the evidence of that? I mean, did SpaceX comment on it? No. Nobody said anything about it. All the local news for CBS affiliate, which I'm, I, I would guarantee you was just a copy and paste job right to their, 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 their webpage. It was all it was, a copy and paste job from the big CBS studio probably or some hack that works at the local affiliate. And they're just like, well, after weather delays, 
and due to a wayward cruise ship, a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket finally blasted off Monday on its fifth try, putting on a spectacular sunset sky show as it climbed toward orbit, dropping off its second stage booster along the way for a fiery descent to touchdown at the Cape Canaveral Space Force Station, according to CBS News. So now I'm I'm even more confused because they're saying the rocket took off after weather delays and it separated from its first stage booster along the way and then touched on at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station. But then the meteorologist in the article said it was a satellite launched from the rocket, but they don't actually provide you any proof that it was a satellite or a rocket. And people saw this across Oklahoma, and the only evidence they provide is a factual statement such as, this is the timeline of the SpaceX launch. But they don't say that it was even over Oklahoma. They just say it launched on this day at this time because of delays. It, it, it hadn't launched when it was supposed to. That's not evidence or proof of anything. The real meat of this is, let me see the giant blow-up colored image of a bluish-white spiral in the sky that looks like something from Doctor Who, that looks like something from the Sci-Fi Channel, that looks like something from Star Trek, that looks like something from some interdimensional alien movie. And the only evidence you can give me is, well, there was a SpaceX rocket that launched, but I thought that the rocket spiraling out of control is what made the spiral. This rocket was a successful launch. I mean, are they suggesting it was the the booster stage that, that fell off and spiraled like this? Because that's not what the meteorologist said for CBS. He said that it was a satellite. So that doesn't make any sense. And then if you go to the story out of the Pacific Islands, Samoa and Fiji, back in June of 2021, Jonathan McDowell, an American astronomer who lists all maneuvers, or who he tracks them, he lists all the maneuvers and orbital launches uh, of rockets, confirmed that the Chinese Long March 2C rocket malfunctioned back in 2021. And that's what caused this spiral over the Fiji Islands, Samoa, Tokahau, and New Caledonia. And this is the same Jonathan McDowell who was tracking something supposedly that was launched by the Russians that spiraled out of control over Norway. I mean, the one in Norway is one of the most bizarre Fortean events that you could witness with your eyes. There's video of it, too. It, it ain't, it's not a rocket. And if it is a rocket, I don't think it's a typical chemical propelled fuel rocket. I think it's something much more advanced. I mean, the thing literally looks like it's being projected into the sky. But hey, maybe it is a rocket. Maybe maybe the Norway spiral is a rocket. Maybe the one in the Pacific is a rocket. Maybe the one in Tulsa, Oklahoma is a rocket. It, it could be. And then we have to also ask, are the pictures that we see of these things today, are these the same pictures, like for example, the Norway spiral, are these the same pictures that were released back in 2009 or have they been doctored? I mean, we interviewed uh, John D'Souza from the FBI and he said that's the new method of censorship. That's the new method of information control. You don't block information. You release more information to dilute the information that already exists. And you have teams of people that take photographs and videos that are very legitimate 
that are filmed, like, for example, of unidentified flying objects. You take those videos, you publish them after you've edited them. So you take something legit from the Internet, you edit it, you place something in it that can be discredited, then you republish it, you repost it, and now something that was legitimate can be easily discredited and easily explained by science. And what interests me in this is that we have a pattern. We have a pattern of unconnected events where you would think that in in the case of the Norway spiral and the one in Tulsa and the one in the one in uh, the, the near the Fiji Islands, you you would think. I mean, these places are so far apart from each other. You'd think that such distinct things that the public saw would be grouped together. Like maybe there would be mention last night of the Norway spiral at the very least, you know, spiral in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, we think that it, it, it's probably like a rocket. It's very similar to the Norway spiral and leave it at that. But they don't even, they don't make the connection, which makes me suspicious. If it's just a rocket, why not make the connection to these other cases that according to the, the, the status quo would actually confirm, well, we've seen these rockets do this before, So clearly it was a rocket and nothing else, nothing to worry about. But when there's hardly any coverage of it, there's like seven, eight lines of a news article, and they don't even give you any information about the event or about the the, the thing that was witnessed. You look at the picture, and the picture tells you more than the the article does. There's no interest. There's no pattern recognition. There's no organization of, of of an investigation. That tells me that there might be something else bizarre going on. And I don't know what it is. I mean, we could speculate. I'm not really here to speculate tonight, but we could speculate. We could say it was an interdimensional portal opening up to another world, another dimension. And big alien spaceships that you can't see, they're invisible. They came through the spiral. And they're here now among us. Or maybe it was a portal being opened up by our governments and they sent through human ships. You know, like the the, the McKinnon revelations, the, the United States spaceships. And they sent those through the portal. I mean, we could speculate all day and all night. Some people would say, because I've heard this argument too, that these were actually holographic projections, which is interesting because if you recall, maybe you do, there were a series of UFOs over China back in 2000, and I think it was 2010. And these UFOs were not typical UFOs. These UFOs were more like holographic projections. In fact, NBC News actually covered this. I'll give you the headline here. UFO tales just keep going and going. October 7th of 2010. And I I don't know how NBC News can, with, with a straight face, say that this is this is an airplane. Again, maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a streak of light. But there were some photographs over China. I mean, one of them is so incredible. I think it was on the Discovery Channel in the UK. It it literally has a beam of blue light projecting it up from the ground. So I don't know how you, how you, you easily convince the public that that's just, a flashing light on an airplane. I mean, it literally has 
a projection coming from the ground. I don't think it was an unidentified flying object. I think it was an unidentified projected object. I think that it was holographic. I mean, there are others. There's another one that, I mean, maybe it's the same one, but it's from another angle. This one is probably thousands of feet in the sky, and it has what looks like a a cylindrical, or it could be disc-like, but it looks more cylindrical to me. And like a blue light coming from both sides of it into a cone, and the cone connects down on the ground. It looks like a, a searchlight or a spotlight, or like it could be the bat signal. That's not an unidentified flying object. That's an unidentified, holographically projected, very advanced technology object. But there's even more than that. Back in 2010, CNN even reported this. They said it was a, they said it was a rocket, of course. It's always a rocket. Maybe it is always a rocket. I don't know. But I think that this should be brought to your attention, and I think the patterns should be brought to your attention, and you should be made aware of this because the media isn't going to tell you this. CNN published this story July 20th of 2010. This is a different so-called UFO. This one looked like it was leaving an enormous white trail in the sky above China. Now, the Chinese government said it was a ballistic missile test. Okay, maybe it was a ballistic missile test. The first sighting occurred at the Hangzhou Ziaoshan Airport in the eastern part of the country, according to state-controlled news media in China. Uh, these objects that were seen, uh, the ones in 2010, were so bizarre that they actually shut down air traffic to the surrounding airports. So again, if it's just a missile test that's standard, why shut down air traffic? You do this all the time. Why shut down air traffic? Why do some of these images have blue lights being projected up from the ground onto the object, which is clearly, clearly translucent? And then again, can you... Trust these images. Have they been doctored? Have they been edited? I mean, when NBC News and CNN get a hold of them and they start publishing them and they're like, oh, we've got this figured out. We know this was a rocket. We know this was this. We, we know this was that. Then I start to think, well, if they're publishing this widely, there has to be a way to easily discredit what this is. And it doesn't even have to be a cover-up. It, it's just like CNN, NBC, Mainstream media, even alternative media, based on people's politics, people's you know religion, whatever it is that people believe. Some people just don't want to believe in anything. So no matter what they see in the skies above them, they just automatically reject it because the mind interprets it as grotesque and offensive and obscene. So they just automatically reject it so they don't have to deal with the reality of whatever it is that they're witnessing. I mean, these things... These things are so bizarre that there, there really isn't a way to, to explain them because they look like ships. They're, they're definitely not airliners. And if they are airliners, what kind of airliner shuts down air traffic? Why would they shut down air traffic for these things if they were just airplanes and they knew they were flying over residential areas? And furthermore, why, if this were a streak of light and just a camera shutter issue, 
which, yeah, in a lot of cases, that's, that's how you make UFOs on a camera. It's the, 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 the shutter speed. How much light it's getting. How, you know, you move the camera. You can get it to, to kind of blur. But in this case, that's not what it is because you can clearly see in some of these pictures from China in 2010 a blue light projecting from a single point on the ground and then opening up into a cone to encompass and I'm suggesting project the image that is seen in the sky. In one case, it looks like hundreds of feet. In other cases, it looks like thousands of feet. And there were several of these objects. And see, that's what I think. And maybe it's just the nostalgia. 2009, the Norway spiral, and it wasn't very long after that you had these objects in China that were shutting down airports, putting the military on high alert. Why would the military go on high alert? Why would the airports be shut down if these were just commercial airliners? And even if the local airports were to shut down because the military said, we have a missile that went out of control, why would the military then be put on high alert to track the thing. I mean, clearly they're going to track the missile if it went off track, but why shut down all the airports and make this a secretive military matter and then deny that there's anything in the sky when clearly there's an object blowing across the sky at what looks like thousands of miles an hour? I mean, it looks like, you know, when a plane cuts the wind, when it turns, it looks like it's doing that. It looks like it's just cutting through the atmosphere. Again, Maybe it's just a rocket. I don't know. But what I do know is the Norway spiral in 2009, the June and May of 2021 spirals in the sky across New Caledonia, Tokahau, Samoa, and Fiji, written off by Jonathan McDowell as just a rocket, a Chinese rocket. The Norway spiral was a Russian rocket, they say. And then we have in Oklahoma, last night, a spiral in the sky that was said to have been a satellite launched from a SpaceX-9 rocket. I think they got their facts backwards because their, their usual story is it's a rocket that spirals out of control. This guy said for local news, it's actually a satellite that came out of a rocket. And then they say the proof of that comes by... And they don't show you proof. They just tell you, hey, there was a rocket launch the other day. And it was successful. So if it was successful, why is it spiraling out of the sky in Oklahoma? Is it just really, really terrible reporting? I mean, sure, that has to be part of it because nobody reports the news. Is it just we're missing context? Uh, What is it? Because what it looks like to me is from 2009 to 2022, from Fiji, which is in the middle of, of, of Jesus Christ nowhere, to Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is also kind of in the middle of nowhere, in the center of the country, all the way to Norway. You've got the same exact 14 events. And then you have similar events that kind of have the same bluish, whitish glow to them happening above China back in 2010. Not only that, But I'm sure you guys have seen the Fata Morgana, the ships that were floating above the water because of the bending of light. But back in 2015, remember what happened in China? They had some interesting things that they saw in the sky. October 2015, National Geographic even published an article about it. What looked like a floating city in the sky. And another one in the Huffington Post in 2016, another floating city in the sky above China. 
Is it a floating city? Or are the Chinese experimenting with some form of projecting holographic technology? And no, I don't think it's Project Bluebeam. Yes, the light looks kind of blue. But I think that compares it more accurately to the Norway spiral and Tulsa, Oklahoma and Fiji than it does to Project Bluebeam, which was a theory and fictitious. It wasn't real. But see, then I talk about that and people get really upset. What do you mean the Project Bluebeam wasn't real? Werner von Braun. Werner von Braun never said Project Bluebeam. First of all, it was his assistant who talked about the alien card. And second of all, it wasn't about faking an alien invasion with a beam of light. It was the idea of an alien invasion to unite people together. Also, a lot of weird holograms at the New Year's light show at the Seattle Space Needle. Tell you more about that. And a strange signal coming from just a few thousand light years away that scientists cannot identify. I want to tell you all about that in the next segment. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please subscribe to our archive if you'd like to get access to all of the ad-free shows, the montages, and my books. Check out the books separately on the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Stay with us. There's more after this. The truth is out there, and so are we. Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. We must seize the means of production. Stop it, Vlad. You know the rule. No communism. Mama, if we just get rid of all these successful people, we'll finally be happy. No, honey, that just means we'll all be poor. Freedom-loving parents have long been left alone to shoulder the burden of educating their children and passing down a love of liberty. While there are few books that teach these ideas to adults, there seem to be fewer that teach them to children. The Tuttle Twins series changes all of that, helping parents convey the principles of freedom to their kids in a fun way. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate link for the Tuttle Twins to get your curriculum and books today so that you can educate yourself and your children on how to adhere to the principles of liberty for all people. So if you have offspring and don't want them supporting socialism, then click the link and order the Tuttle Twins books today. 
Stalin has no stunning new achievements, unless you consider killing millions of innocent people an achievement. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Well, 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 it happened again, literally on break. I'm trying to post something to social media about these bizarre spirals seen in Oklahoma, Norway back in 2009, and in 2021 in the Pacific over Fiji and New Caledonia. And I get this from Facebook. When I try to post it and I type it out exactly the same each time, I get an error message Something isn't working. This may be because of a technical error we are working to fix. Once again, so I don't know, and I can show you all the videos and the photographs of all these technical errors that keep popping up on my Mac, on my iMac, that's the MacBook and the iMac, the PC, and my Rodecaster board. And now my Bose speakers are totally fried, 100 bucks out the window, totally fried. I don't know what I'm talking about that's so offensive to people. I don't know what's targeting me. Maybe you think I'm making this up. Maybe you think this is some big joke. Maybe you think this is just hysteria. Maybe you think I'm crazy. Maybe you think that I'm just sitting here and and, and editing these error messages together into photographs to try to prove some useless point. And maybe that's the whole point is when I mention this kind of stuff, this is what happens. I'm supposed to sound like a crazy person. I can post all this in the chat room. I can't even believe it. I can't even post this to Facebook. As soon as I try to post it, it's about the Norway spiral and it's about the Oklahoma spiral. As soon as I try to post it, there it is again. Something isn't working. This may be because of a technical error we're working on. Last night, my internet got cut exactly the moment that the show began. As, as soon as you heard this. And Bill Cooper started speaking. Hello? Anybody home? My internet went out for 46 minutes. My phone also went out last night. My iMac went out last night. On top of the internet, when the internet came back, my iMac computer went out and then my speakers were fried. And now 
in the last segment, coming into the second segment tonight, the last segment, I tried to play something from the iMac through the board, and it would not play. So I don't know if it's artificial intelligence and algorithms. If I have a special agent assigned to me from the NSA or the FBI, hello, if that is the case. If I'm experiencing Art Bell-level technical difficulties where satellite feeds are being taken down, although I'm pretty sure that Area 51 call was staged, or if I've got some 800-pound diabetic fat slob hacking into my computer with Dorito dust on his fingertips, or some perceptually powerful witch who doesn't like what I'm talking about because I'm, I'm not in support of the New Age movement. I don't know what it is, but I can tell you this. It ain't going to last much longer. You want me on the offensive? You got me on the offensive. You got my attention. So continue to have fun. I'm going to figure out exactly what's causing this, and I'm going to put an end to it. Because this has happened before, and it didn't stop the show. This has happened before. I didn't censor my content. I've turned down contracts, I've turned down money, I've turned down groupies, whatever you want to call them, I've turned down all kinds of things because I refuse to be bought off and I refuse to be censored and I refuse for having to have my, uh, my, my show kicked off the air for technical reasons. I'm just supposed to think, oh, I guess it's not going to work, I won't do a show. Is that how it's supposed to work? Being digitally targeted and digitally harassed? And, you know, people ask me, they're like, I had a bunch of people ask me, they're like, did, did you want, like, do, do you need donations to help you buy a new board? And I'm like, I would love donations, please. But that's not why I mention this stuff. I'm mentioning this to you because it's happening in real time right now tonight, February 1st into the 2nd, 2022. I can't play anything out of my iMac computer now. You're lucky you're even getting my voice on the microphone, apparently. I can't get anything to work here. And these are brand new cords, a relatively brand new computer, brand new speakers. So, yeah, I mean, if people want to help me donate to buy new equipment, but I honestly don't think it's the equipment. I think somebody's directly targeting what I'm doing. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm posting all this stuff in the chat room so you can see it. Look at these error messages. It's error message, error message, error message. The Internet was taken out last night. Even the application I have for the Internet company I logged into it, and as soon as I clicked in, clicked on the button log in, I, I got into it, it, it kicked me back out and said error. And it gave me two error messages. One was just error, and the next one was error. There's an internal error. I didn't tell anybody this, but I tried to, I've still got the screenshot of it here. I tried to go into GoFundMe and donate to the Kev Baker Memorial for Ann, and I got a message back that said there was an error with your request. And maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just stupid. Okay. Maybe I don't have know how to enter a credit card. Maybe I'm a 10 year radio veteran and I might not be an audio technician or an audio engineer, but maybe I'm a 10 plus year radio veteran and I still don't know how to hook up a USB cable. Or maybe someone's messing with me because they don't like what I'm talking about, or they're just trying to get under my skin. This is real. I'm not joking. This isn't a publicity stunt. I wouldn't even know how to do that if I wanted to do that. I don't even 
post a lot of this crap on social media. I like to tell you directly what's happening. I guess the, the bottom line is I don't know what's happening. But I got no Bose speakers now. Those are blown. I guess the iMac speakers aren't working. I've got, you know, this board that's just barely hanging on. Brand new, barely hanging on, though. It just cuts out on occasion. Which, by the way, is why I had to get rid of the last board I had because there was a weird buzzing sound coming through all the lines. Brand new board. A listener actually bought it for me. $300. That's how much one of those old boards cost. With the knobs and the buttons and all that, 300 bucks, Brand spanking new out of the box. Errors all across it. So this isn't the first time this has happened. I guess people don't like me talking about the Mars Corporation. Is that really what it is? Is there some fat guy eating M&Ms who's really upset? Oh, don't talk about the M&Ms like that. You know, I like M&Ms. I like the green ones. Is it, you know, some government agency? I, I don't think it's that. I think it's just like, I think it's an algorithm And I think it's digital harassment through artificial intelligence is what I think it is. That's what my intuition says. I mean, my intuition says I'm safe. Like nobody's breaking into my house. Nobody's coming after me. Nobody's tagging my property. None of that stuff's happening anymore. What's happening based on what my instinct and intuition are telling me is that there's a computer system responsible for this, not a human system. And I guess it doesn't even matter if I'm talking about M&Ms or the spiral in Norway back in 2009. And the recent one, last night in Oklahoma, it just doesn't like me talking. Hell, I got cut off a phone call with my good friend Mike D on Skype because I called him to tell him that the Mars Corporation offered me money to advertise with them. And someone said, well, that's probably just a scam message. And I said, it is. I mean, even if it came directly from the Mars CEO, I would say it's still a scam message. But what are the chances of getting a scam message from the Mars Corporation 15 minutes after you just... Shit talk the Mars Corporation for 30 minutes on a radio show. And that wasn't even a live show. So somebody was listening. It wasn't even live. Somebody was jacked into the audio feed or something was jacked into the audio feed. I did not want tonight's show to be about this, but this is literally ongoing as I start the show, as I come back from the first break, as I come back from the second break. It's one technical error after another technical error, and I'm getting error messages on my computer. Error. Error. I can't even donate to my uh, my dead friend's memorial. I can't even donate to Kev Baker's memorial because he's giving me error messages. I've got like 15 error messages on my iMac in a folder I saved trying to get the show transferred over to Apple. Error, 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 error. Everything I touched, error. And it's like I talked to Joe Roop about this. I talked to, to Michael about this. And they're like, dude, just it's really simple. Just copy and paste the link. Just click the button. I'm like, dude, there's no button. There's no link. It doesn't work. I'm not even angry about this. I'm just telling you, like, I talk to other people who also know what they're doing. And they can't figure it out either. I talk to Apple Tech Support. I talk to Captivate. I talk to Spreaker. I talk to other podcast platforms. Nobody could figure out what the problem was. Everybody says the same thing. I've never seen this before. I was on the phone with Apple for like four plus hours. They could not figure out a simple RSS redirect feed, which is literally supposed to be copy and paste. That simple. Copy, paste, enter. Doesn't work for Ryan. Doesn't work for the secret teachings. But since I'm not a swollen, bloated, sweaty, bald Joe Rogan, nobody cares, right? Because 
I'm not sitting here selling you Ascension Mysteries. Nobody cares. Obviously, you as an audience care, but nobody else cares. And that's not a complaint. That's just like it doesn't it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because there are hundreds of radio shows like mine that are likewise experiencing the same kind of censorship, the same kind of digital harassing, the same kind of digital stalking. I'm not the only one. I'm probably low down on the list of people that these individuals, groups, or AI systems are interested in. So let's balance it back out. Let's go back to the Norway spiral so long as my mixing board doesn't spontaneously combust in the middle of this next 10 minutes of the segment. 2009, strange Norway spiral seen in the sky over Norway. They call it the Norway spiral. You can watch the video of this. There's photographs of this. It's a bluish, whitish, yellowish light in the sky. It's enormous, and it's rotating. The Russian Defense Ministry said it was a rocket, a missile, and the third stage of the missile had failed. Jonathan McDowell, an astrophysicist at Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics in Cambridge, Massachusetts, said this was just a rocket. The same Jonathan McDowell, and that was back in 2009, the same Jonathan McDowell said in June of 2021 that the May 7th and June 18th spirals that were seen in the sky across the Pacific from New Caledonia to Tokawa to Samoa to Fiji were also just rockets. In this case, not Russian rockets, but Chinese rockets. And if you look at the picture that is commonly seen on the internet of a spiraling rocket, yeah, it looks like a spiral. But the smoke is not very well defined. It's it's all over the place. It's like kids drawing clouds, you know, the big M's or the big kind of circular motions you make. And and plus this is really close to the ground. When you look at these rockets that go out of control. I mean granted, yeah, other parts of the rocket could fail. It could have, you know, a different reaction and spiral a different way. But that Norway spiral, that is not a classical rocket. And maybe it is a rocket. It just isn't using fuel propulsion. It isn't using traditional methods of lift if it is a rocket. It surely isn't spiraling out of control like most of these rockets you can look at online. And there aren't a lot of them because it, I guess it doesn't happen a lot. But immediately when they see it, they know it's happening, even though the sources don't always confirm that it's happening. Like the Russians said, yeah, that might have been our rocket. The Chinese didn't acknowledge it. Uh, this guy at Harvard said, yeah, sure, that was, that was a Chinese rocket. The one in Oklahoma, though, SpaceX never officially, as of right now, 24 hours later and some change, SpaceX never acknowledged that this was their rocket over Oklahoma. A meteorologist for a local CBS news station said it's a satellite that was launched from a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. So I thought it was a rocket that spirals out of control. Now it's a satellite? Satellites have the same type of fuel propulsion as a rocket? I mean, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I didn't think that's how satellites worked. I don't get how the spiral in Oklahoma was also a rocket, but it was said that it was actually a satellite and that the rocket was a successful launch and landing. How can it be successful if it spiraled out of control 
And how could it have been a rocket if the rocket ended up in the place it was supposed to end up in and the satellite was launched as it was supposed to be and there was no malfunction of that, but the satellite still spiraled out of control and caused this big spiral in the sky? That makes zero sense. Zero sense. Zero sense. But I'm supposed to believe it because CBS local news told me to believe it. I'm supposed to believe it because meteorologist Clint Boone said it was a satellite. Well, meteorologist Clint Boone needs to go back to school. Clint Boone needs to have his head examined if he thinks that is a satellite spiraling out of control and causing the same exact aerial Fortean phenomena that you see in Norway and that you see over the Fiji Islands. Both of which were considered rockets, not satellites even though the Chinese rocket supposedly had a satellite on it. But the satellite wasn't launched, according to the same individual out of Massachusetts working for Harvard, Jonathan McDowell, the astronomer. Plus, I don't believe these astronomers very often. I I just don't buy half the stories these people tell us. For example... CNN reported this on January 26th. This is kind of a big story because there's no identifiable source. There's just theories of where bursts of energy are coming from that have never been seen before, kind of like my technical problems. Nobody's ever seen it before. Scientists have identified a spinning space object, you know, spinning just like the spiral. It was spotted back in 2018. It's beaming out radiation Three times per hour. Now, astronomers think it might be the remnant of a collapsed star. But they have no idea. They're just taking a guess. According to an article published in Nature just a few days ago, this object was appearing and disappearing over a few hours during our observations, according to the lead study author. That was completely unexpected. It was kind of spooky for an astronomer because there's nothing known in the sky that does that. And it's really quite close to us, about 4,000 light years away. It's in our galactic backyard. That's directly from the study. They admit, we don't know what it is. Now, just because it's nothing they can identify doesn't mean it's not something natural, of course. And that's, that's just kind of the problem I have with all these scientific theories. It's like, Scientists think that smoking cigarettes are good for you. Doctors recommend smoking camels. And then you're told, trust the science. Well, I've got a whole bunch of science that said I I shouldn't smoke cigarettes. Got a whole bunch of science that said probably shouldn't use fluoride. Got a whole bunch of science that says probably shouldn't take experimental mRNA vaccines. I could get an enlarged heart. But apparently that's... That's not science. Only some science is science. And it's the same kind of scientific attitude that's like, well, we really don't know what it is. We can't identify what that sound is, is that energy, that, that radio signal. We have no idea what it is. We have theories, but those theories don't have any basis in reality. We can guess. I mean, at the end of the day, our guess here on The Secret Teachings is as accurate, perhaps even more accurate, than what these trained professionals are guessing because they're guessing within a box. And whatever your guess is, your guess is not only as good as mine, it's as good, if not better, than these so-called highly trained professionals because they don't have a damn clue about anything except what's in that textbook. So they went on with the theories. They said it could be a neutron star called a pulsar. 
You know, it flashes on and off within milliseconds. But of course, this object isn't flashing on and off within milliseconds. It's turning on and off every 18 minutes. Consistently, every 18 minutes. And so they're like, well, it's not a pulsar. Maybe it's a, it's a magnetar, which sounds like a Pokemon. And according to the people that are studying this, I think this is the lady Hurley Walker, uh, Natasha Hurley Walker, the lead study author in that Nature publication. She said that the Magnetar, which, again, I'm pretty sure that's a Pokemon, is only predicted to exist theoretically. That's a whole lot of hardcore science there. It's predicted to exist theoretically. So even if it was a prediction that came true, it would only be theoretical that it existed. Then you'd have to prove it. This isn't even theoretical. It's like you have a theory, you test it, and then you determine if you can replicate it in a laboratory experiment, whether that's in a lab or out in nature. When you're talking about something that's predicted to exist theoretically, you predict it, it comes true, then it exists theoretically, then you still have to prove it. It's like we're working backwards scientifically. We don't know what it is, so we've predicted that it exists theoretically because we don't have any other explanation for it because we're basing our theories and our predictions of the theories, which are, what does that even mean? A prediction of a theory. We're basing the predictions of a theory on things we already know and working backwards because we refuse to go any further because that's scary. We don't know what could be out there. We don't know how the media would handle this. We don't know how our colleagues would handle us if we dare to suggest something like Avi Loeb. If we dare to suggest that Oumuamua was an intergalactic space probe. Oh, no, we can't say that. We might lose our funding. You know, I might not get the blowjob from the Victoria's Secret model every week, like the kids at the tech company did in that TV show, American Horror Story. They sold their souls to the devil. They got the Victoria's Secret models and the cocaine. They could store as much coke as they want, bang as many models as they want, and they're perfectly fine. Satan has their back. They just have to help prepare the world for the end times. I mean, how can you predict a theory? I, I don't, what does that even mean? That's like saying there's some, what did they call this? A weather event. What is a weather event? Because they don't have any other way to explain it. They, they, they start working backwards because they refuse to go forward. It couldn't be the sun. It couldn't be the moon. It couldn't be chemicals sprayed everywhere. It must be a weather event responsible. Scientists believe that the rain last night was caused by a weather event. What is a, That sounds like a George Carlin bit. What is a weather event? What is something that is predicted to exist theoretically? Predicted to exist? Sure, that makes sense. Theoretically, it exists? Sure, that makes sense. But predicted to exist? Theoretically? I, I don't know what that means. I can't even quantify that. I can't even, I can't even unpackage that or address that. What the hell does that mean? So the scientists and the astronomers, they've got absolutely no clue. So this should also confirm that if, if we don't even know what's spiraling out of control over Oklahoma or Fiji or Norway, we sure as hell don't know what's spiraling and flashing every 18 minutes almost on the dot 4,000 light years away. They have absolutely no clue. As far as we know, portals could be opening up on the Earth, aliens could be coming through, and this is some kind of like, some kind of like, Alien probe, you know, out of the distance, some kind of like station 
I mean, they're opening up portals on Earth, going to light speed, or going through a portal, and and that's like their jump space. What, what was that called on on uh, Mass Effect, where they would go to the 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 the, the jump location, and it would just it would launch them into the next galaxy. I mean, is, maybe that's what this is. Hell, that's that's as a good of an explanation as something that's theoretically predicted to theoretically possibly maybe exist. You can't even begin to quantify that. That makes no sense whatsoever. Makes absolutely no sense. And then I'm not allowed to ask questions because my speakers get blown out. My iMac sound system goes down. I'm surprised this board is even working. Knock on wood. And I got digital harassment. My phone going out. And people hacking into to other things that are more personal. Personal information. I got error codes. I can't even post things to Facebook. I can't even donate to Kev Baker's Memorial Fund a couple of weeks ago because I got an error message with that. I can't transfer files because I got error messages, error messages, error messages. I don't know if that justifies that what I'm saying is the most accurate or more accurate than others, but it's making me scratch my head and positively reassess where I am here on The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. We'll be back. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info 
People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. So last night, a bizarre spiral of blue and white, maybe a little bit of yellow, maybe a little bit of green, lit up the skies over the state of Oklahoma. One news outlet in Tulsa, a local CBS affiliate, reported this January 31st, 2022. And though it was dismissed as being a satellite launched from a SpaceX rocket, The phenomenon has been seen before in Fiji and Samoa in 2021, New Caledonia, the islands in the Pacific, and in Norway in 2009. In all three of these cases, a satellite or a rocket was blamed, even when the rocket test was otherwise considered a success. No evidence was presented in any of these cases either to confirm that it was a rocket or it was a satellite. Now, speculation from you, from me, may or may not lead to a better explanation of what this pattern of 14 events means. But see, science clearly has limits when those that are utilizing the scientific method and process refuse to go beyond their comfort zone, refuse to say, this might be something more than what we understand. So let's investigate it and figure out what it is. Obviously, you can say, well, It's a rocket, so why would anybody want to investigate it? I mean, this is the kind of clickbait, tabloid story that you'd see on every news station if it was truly just nonsense. Alien UFO enthusiasts believe that an alien ship came through a weird portal in Oklahoma last night. We can assure you here on CNN, Brian Stelzer checked it. He fact-checked it, and he checked it again. It was just a rocket or a satellite. Nothing to worry about. But they don't do that. It's like one story, hardly any attention. There's videos, there's photographs, and then there's no acknowledgement that, hey, this has happened before, just like this mysterious booms that are heard all over the world. From Fiji to Oklahoma to Norway, we've got these bizarre spirals in the sky. I mean, if you want want a really good understanding of the scientific process today, Scientists have been tracking a celestial object releasing giant bursts of energy spotted back in 2018. Some astronomers think it's the remnants of a collapsed star. You'd think the science would be more accurate than we just think. We're not really sure. But it gets better than that. A new article in Journal Nature 
says that the object is appearing and disappearing and it is flashing or sending a signal every 18 minutes. And they said, maybe it's a neutron star called a pulsar. Maybe it's a magnetar, which I think is a Pokemon. The only problem with this is the study's author, Hurley Walker, I believe her first name is Natasha, she says that a magnetar, which is a slow-spinning neutron star, has only been, quote, predicted to exist theoretically. I don't know what that means. I don't know what exists theoretically based on a prediction means. I guess they're predicting that it could one day be a theory and then one day could be proven. I thought that was just a theory, that it the, that, that a magnetron or a magnetron, a magnetar, whatever the hell they call it, uh, Voltorb, uh, you know, a Voltorb theoretically exists. Maybe they, they predict that it exists. That's basically the same as theorizing, but why predict? something to exist theoretically. That's like when scientists call weather a weather event. It's it, No, it's not a weather event. It's just it's snow. It's rain. It's heat. A weather event. These objects, I don't know what they are. Maybe you have an interpretation. I'd like to get your point of view. I'd have you call into the show tonight, but we can't do anything because our technology is under constant harassment and digital assault. My speakers are out on my computer and my my Bose speakers. I can't even connect anything to the to the mixing board. I'm surprised that thing's even turned on tonight. We've been having horrible trouble the last eight, nine days now. And people ask me, like, can we donate to the show to help you? And it's like, yeah, you can absolutely donate, but that's not going to solve this problem right now because if I get another board, if someone's hacking into my computer... If someone's accessing my network, if someone's taking my modem router out, my speakers out, my my board out, uh, it's just going to fry the next board. I mean, yes, we definitely need income to support this show. Please donate on the website at thesecretteachings.info. Please buy a book. At least you get something physical and material for your donation. I've got three books there, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. You can read reviews of the books on the website. Grab a copy, grab two copies, grab three copies, grab a copy of each, give them to your friends, give them to your family, or you can subscribe to the show. www.thesecretteachings.info. If you want to support us, that's the best way. I mean, when you donate 10 bucks and you donate $100, I mean, you have, I don't think anybody has any idea how much pressure and stress that takes off of me and allows me to really invest more time and energy into this show rather than thinking about how, how is the bill going to be paid. I mean, I just I try to make like a thousand dollars a month during this doing this show. I think we make like eight hundred on average. Some months it's less, some months it's more, but never any more than like eleven, twelve hundred dollars. And it's only because of listeners like you who subscribe, buy books, and donate. And hey, if you're just coming to the show tonight and you're hearing me talk about the technical issues and thinking this guy's just trying to make money, please do not donate to this show because that's that's not what I'm saying. And I and I don't I don't want your your uh dismissed uh, attitude because you think I'm making it up. I know people make stuff like that up. David Wilcock makes stuff like that up. I'm not David Wilcock. My teeth are real. Okay. My hair is real. All right. 
and I don't yell and scream at my wife and tell her she's a piece of garbage on live video feeds. All right. So I'm not David Wilcock. I'm not making this stuff up. I've got video and photographic evidence of all these technical errors. You know, I've got a pair of Bose speakers that are just totally fried. I've got all the evidence. I've also got the proof of what I'm talking about tonight. I've got pictures of all these spirals that nobody's putting together. I don't know what they are. They're certainly 14 to say the least. Also got a new scientific paper out of progress in biophysics and molecular biology. The title cause of the Cambrian explosion terrestrial or cosmic. It's the theory of panspermia being presented again, but this is an interesting one. We've talked about in the past how an octopus is alien-like, and I've always made that distinct point that the octopus, according to scientists and those that study it, is the most alien-like creature, the most likely creature that is not from planet Earth. Now scientists are saying in progress in biophysics and molecular biology that the squid or the octopus itself is actually alien, that it came from somewhere else directly. According to the paper, the possibility that crypto or cryo, excuse me, cryopreserved, the possibility that cryopreserved squid and or octopus eggs arrived in icy bodies several hundred million years ago should not be discounted. It's basically panspermia. What they never mention, you know, they can never acknowledge this. They can never like look at the look at the context of, of, of what they're saying. Uh, when you look at something like DNA, you know, that crazy stuff that's in every living life form. Look at DNA. They just say that, you know, things came to Earth, a lot of retroviruses that fell from space. And then, you know, in, in terms of, of this stuff falling from space, DNA sequences from the retroviruses were just added to DNA sequences of terrestrial genomes. They don't really explain that, you know, microbial life, uh, microbe life, uh, it, 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 it formed into a complex thing in a very, very rapid pace. And scientists, whether you believe in creation, evolution, panspermia, or a combination of all three, seem to simply brush away the fact that DNA is so complex and, and probably just didn't form out of some primordial soup. And that's not even that's not even that outlandish. I mean, top scientists have proposed this before. I mean, for for example, probably one of the most famous scientists, Francis Crick, who discovered the double helix structure of DNA in 1953. He said that our DNA was akin to a quote ancient high biotechnology. Francis Crick was also high on LSD when he made the discovery of DNA and the double helix. Probably something that's been witnessed for thousands of years in altered states of consciousness long before LSD and long before Crick or modern science. But people that have taken ayahuasca, for example, they see the same thing that Francis Crick saw. And Francis Crick asserted that the double helix is far too complex to have originated on Earth and likely came from somewhere else. 
suggesting that this was another galaxy from which an automated alien spaceship departed during a time that we can't really, you know, comprehend, and that alien spaceship brought life to planet Earth. That is the religion of a lot of so-called elitists. That's why they worship Prometheus and the fallen star Lucifer. I don't like calling these people Luciferians because it's way, way, way too cheesy. But they worship Lucifer, they worship Prometheus because they believe that this is what brought life and their power, their divine right to rule. It came from the heavens. And this goes back thousands and thousands of years. This was the story in the prequel to the Alien franchise. Remember Prometheus? The engineers came to Earth and he drank that black substance and he broke down and then DNA formed out of his body into the complex structures that we know today. Francis Crick, the guy that discovered the double DNA helix, he thought the same thing. And he said that it came from some other galaxy, some other place in the universe, and it was brought here on alien spaceships. So if Francis Crick can make that assertion, I sure as hell can make an even more conservative assertion about what these spirals are in the sky and what this blinking every 18 minutes they say it's blinking. I don't know what it's doing. I'm not observing it. But based on what we've, we've learned, this blinking radio signal every 18 minutes coming from just about 4,000 light years away, we could speculate more conservatively on what the hell that is. I mean, we, we, have, no, I mean, we have no idea. I mean, scientists don't. They're saying that the squid and the octopus is now an alien. They think it's. From somewhere else, it's part of the panspermia theory. I, I read a paper today saying that Earth's tectonic activity is caused by an unseen force. We have no no idea what it is. It could be the moon. It could be the sun. It could be things that, that we're unaware of. I mean, they have absolutely no idea. One of the hypotheses is put forward for hundreds of years has been convection currents generated by the planet's hot core. Now, they're saying that force rather than heat is most commonly used to move large objects, and as a result of that, the gravitational forces from the sun, the moon, and the earth could be responsible for the movement of Earth's tectonic plates. And key to that hypothesis are the Berry centers, the center of mass of an orbiting system of bodies, in this case, that of Earth and the moon the point around which our moon actually orbits, not directly in the center of mass of our planet, what we call the geocenter. This is the, 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 what they call the barycenter, the point of, of orbit, not the geometrical or the geological center. I think geometrical is also accurate, geometrical and geological center. Instead, the location of the barycenter Within Earth changes over the course of a month by as much as 373 miles because the moon's orbit around Earth is elliptical due to our sun's gravitational pull. Anybody ever think scientists just kind of do what clerks do at grocery stores or gas stations? I went to a grocery store the other day, and I get it. There's supposedly a coin shortage, but I had a, I had like a bag of frozen pineapple and an apple, and... Uh, the woman's like, that'll be like five seventy three, And uh, I gave her a $5 bill and a George Washington. So she, gave, she had $6. I'm supposed to get back 27 cents. 
And she says, would you like to donate the 27 cents? And I said, no, I'd, I'd like the 27 cents back. She's like, well, do you have exact, do you have exact change for the, 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 um, the, the, the 73 cents? And I said, no, that's why I gave you a dollar bill. And she said, well, I don't know if I have any change. And I said, okay, well, get another register drawer open. I'm getting the 73 cents back or the 27 cents back or give me a dollar. We're closer to the dollar than we are to the, <laughs> to the pennies. So give me the, give me the old dollar. And she had this attitude, but I was just thinking, like, you go to all these places, like a gas station, like, would you like to donate those three pennies, sir? No, I don't want to donate the three pennies. I want the three pennies, okay? I'm broke. I need the three pennies, all right? People are hacking my computer and my emails and my, and my bank account and my phone company and my board and harassing me digitally. Yeah, I need, I need the three pennies back, okay? I need the three pennies back. I know that they're just supposed to ask because people just are like, yeah, three pennies, no big deal. But everybody donates three pennies. Suddenly that store made a couple hundred extra dollars a month. I'm not going to support that. I want my three pennies back. But the point is, do you ever think they just like scientists round up? They're like, well, the location of the Barry Center within the earth changes over the course of a month by as many as like, uh, it was like 556.47 kilometers. Let's just round up to 600. We're not really sure. I mean, they have no idea. If you can build me a car with specs and math and geometry and engineering, and that car works, you know what you're doing. If you can build me a bicycle and it works and the brakes work and the chain works, you know what you're doing. If you're looking up in the night sky with billions of dollars of equipment and you can't tell me if that flashing thing is a pulsar, a magnetron, a Voltorb, or an alien spaceship, why am I funding you billions of dollars to do that? You ha- it's like you don't even have a better idea. You're just like, well, theoretically, we could predict that it possibly could be true. Well, hell, anybody can do that. I can pull a homeless guy off the street. He can theoretically predict something for a billion dollars. I'll, I'll, I'll theoretically predict stuff all day. I'll give me 20 bucks an hour. I'll theoretically predict things all day. <laughs> it's just, I, I, I have such a hard time dealing with with this kind of language i don't maybe it's not the scientific community maybe it's just the way that the media reports this crap the bottom line is they don't have any clue what the octopus or the squid is they, they have no idea where dna comes from they can't even identify the 97 percent of the dna which by the way the three percent that is coding the three percent of our dna that is coding as opposed to the 97 percent So you have the 3% coding, the 97% junk, the non-coding portion. The non-coding portion is structured like a language. That's right. The junk portion follows the linguistical patterns of Zipf's law regarding frequency and occurrence within a language. And it affects, and it well, not affects, it, it comes out of every single language on planet Earth. Every language that's ever been identified has a distinct pattern of frequency and occurrence within the language itself. The non-coding portion of our DNA has that same pattern, which means, and it implies more than theoretically and predicts more than theoretical predictions, that there's actually something that is perhaps infinitely more advanced than we can comprehend that is responsible for the creation of our DNA and that there's something akin to 
a database in that 97%. The the non-coding portion of our DNA is like a structured language embedded in all life. And and the coding regions, the the 3%, don't follow that law. What are the statistical chances of that? Scientists can't even figure out what that DNA does or what it is. They can't figure out what that flashing light is in the sky. They can just take billion-dollar guesses. I'll take a billion-dollar guess, too. It's a alien spaceship. If I tell you that, will you give me money? Because that's what everybody does to David Wilcock and Billy Carson and Corey Good. They just sit there and they sell you nonsense and people just throw money like they're at a strip club. They make it rain. Meanwhile, Jimmy Church is banging some 19-year-old getting a divorce. David Wilcox yelling at his wife on live streams, faking technical problems, and people just throwing him money. Just dollar, 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 dollar. Just throw the whole wad of cash on stage because they make stuff up and tell people what they want to hear. They're more off-target than the scientists are. The scientists have no idea. They don't know what DNA is. They don't know where the octopus came from. They don't know where humans came from. They don't understand anything. Not that I do, but they certainly don't either. So that made me feel stupid. And they don't know what these weird spirals are rotating in the sky of Fiji and Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Norway. They, they, they don't have any clue. They have no idea. So, so what, what, where does that leave us? I mean, look, look at these other things. Like, think about the Fata Morganas. <clears throat> this was back in 2021 in March. We did a show on this. Photo appears to show a ship hovering over the water. CBS News. Flying cruise ship mirage baffles the Kiwis, May 2020, as in New Zealand. Here's another one. Popular mechanics, May 2020. Two days after the one in Travel Weekly, this is New Zealand. They got a picture of it. Holy crap, it looks like a boat. A giant boat is floating on the water. Here's another one. November 2020. Taken from Fountains Town. Just off the coast of Cork, another floating ship. And they say, well, light bends and... Here's a ghost ship spotted on Lake Superior, October 2016. Here's a Chinese floating city, October 20th, 2015. Look at that. Here's another one. China's newest floating city is no mirage. They say it's no mirage. Everybody has their own theory on what these things are, though. I mean, I'll just refer you back to 2010 when they had these weird objects flying over China. They said, oh, don't worry. Those are just airplanes when they're literally are being there's a blue projection from the ground, a blue light, a white light being projected from the ground up and then in basically encompassing this entire object. And for, you know, I don't know, a commercial airliner, they were really upset and concerned about it. So they shut down airports and scrambled the military. For a commercial airliner that you knew was a commercial airliner, why would you do that? Maybe it was a missile test. One of the UFOs, they said, was a missile test. The military shut down the commercial airliners. Don't they do missile tests all the time? Why do they have to shut down those airliners, those airports? Maybe they were escorting something. Maybe it's something that's, uh, you know, maybe it is military. I, I have no idea. How about that New Year's Eve needle? Remember that New Year's Eve needle we saw this year and last year where they've got literally, you've got the Seattle Space Needle, you've got a giant ball of red dots that literally looks like a CG image of SARS-CoV-2, but it's Saturn with blue dot rings around it. And then Saturn 
as it appears behind the Space Needle, has a spaceship, a flying saucer from Saturn that shoots down and flies around. Look at that. That's unbelievable. So you've got a UFO and you've got the planet Saturn, which which was that's where Cthulhu came from in one of the stories. And Cthulhu is kind of an octopus squid-like creature, right? And uh, that's that they're saying that those things are from from space. So maybe that is that is Cthulhu. And then you've got a satellite that comes over. This is all a digital laser light show. Comes over top of the needle, beams a signal down to it. And then another signal shoots out from the tower and encompasses the whole globe of the earth. And they even show you the globe of the earth, the green land, the blue water, and a pink net over top of it. Sent out by the Space Needle, sending out zeros and ones, which just might be, I don't know, that's computer code. They're sending out some kind of frequency, some type of communication through the cell phone towers. What does that have to do with New Year's? Literally, a UFO from Saturn comes to Earth, satellites start flying around, beaming signals down to the towers, which then beam the signals down to the Earth, which encompass the Earth in a grid of zeros and ones. To me, that sounds like Web 3, the metaverse. To me, that sounds like something from a sci-fi movie. To me, that sounds like maybe the fifth generation technology is going to be partly responsible for powering the mesh electronics, and the nanotechnology that has admittedly been used to develop mRNA experimental vaccines, which maybe aren't so experimental. You know those systems work at the same 26 gigahertz range as 5G does? What are the chances of that? The graphene oxide, and there's so many articles and stories and videos that are published to people that have no idea what they're talking about. And that spreads disinformation. I heard a guy at the uh, post office, by the way, and this guy was in there just like literally repeating the talking points from CNN. He was like, all these people that don't like vaccines, vaccines have saved lives and vaccines are safe and vaccines are effective. And I'll tell you what, people go to the internet and they look up these things like horse dewormer and ivermectin. He's like, that's, he's like, that's dangerous. That's poisonous. He's like, vaccines are science. Science is good, and Dr. Fauci's been trying to help people. And all I could think, I almost turned around, but I was trying to ship this package out internationally with a bunch of books, which we do ship internationally, by the way. And uh, I, I didn't turn around. I almost did. I was so close to turning around. And this guy, I'm just like, I'm thinking, well, ivermectin is just, it's just a drug. It's a chemical. It's poison, just like the vaccines, as far as I'm concerned. So ivermectin is is no different i mean it's it's still made with science scientists chemists biologists i don't know who worked on it but scientists did did it they worked on it so that's the same thing as science isn't it and he's talking about dr fauci has been trying to help people for a long time it's like oh you mean when he killed the doggies when he killed the black kids and he killed the gay people with all those experimental drugs that he tested yeah dr fauci really cares and the guy even brought that up he's like you go people go to these websites online and all these websites that spread this disinformation, all they do is make money. And I'm thinking Pfizer literally has made record profits. Pfizer has paid out more money than any other company for, for, for lawsuits because of the, the harm that their products have caused. Sure, Pfizer has no interest in making money. 
in a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth vaccine and booster shots. Pfizer doesn't care about anything except helping you. Sure. And just hearing the talking points. But he's also right. There are websites that just like publish nonsense. So you got to be careful where you get your information from. Part of those websites that publish information, though, are I would include CNN in that mix. I would not include, I don't know, let's say Infowars, for example. And they, they publish some hyperbole. They publish some tongue-in-cheek stuff. And once in a while, CNN gets something right. Whoop-de-doo. CNN's usually wrong 99% of the time. And all these news outlets that are like, they, they never see the connection. There's never a connection to, to the Fata Morganas. There's never a connection to the Norway spirals. There's never a connection to loud, mysterious booms. All these 14 events, there's never any connection to them. Nobody ever can put it together, but somehow I can with a setup that's half-rigged, half-functioning, half-not-functioning. I can put it together. So if I can put it together and you can put it together, there's certainly something there. And that also means that people that are working in journalism and media aren't doing their jobs at all. I don't know what this spiral is. I think maybe it's a Stargate. I don't know. At the very least, it opens not our dimensions, but our minds. And maybe our minds take us into other dimensions, into altered states of consciousness. And maybe maybe that's kind of like it's a metaphor. I don't know. Let me know what you think. R-D-G-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. We are also on Gab and Gitter. If you have a moment, please go to Apple or any of these podcast players, radio players, comment on the show, give us a four or five star rating, whatever you think we're, we're worth. Uh, if you do this, it'll help other people to see the show, encourage them to listen, encourage them to download the show, hopefully. I spend no money on advertising, no money on marketing. I don't use social media. It's a miracle that we're even where we are today because I'm completely incompetent when it comes to social media type stuff. But please go in there and do that. If you are listening to the show on a podcast player, or if you're looking to listen to the show, you can go to our website at thesecretteachings.info. At the top of the page, you'll see a link that says Free Archive, The Secret Teachings. Click on that. You'll see an embedded player. You can listen for free with all those advertisements. Copy and paste the link below that into your app or browser to get the direct link to the show, or there are links to Spotify, CastBox, Apple, etc. That's the way you can listen to the show. All the different platforms, everything's linked up there. Or if you'd like to support the show and you'd like to get the advertisement free archive, go to the website, click on Donate, subscribe you'll see a link for that the top of the page click on subscribe you're going to get access to the ad free archive you'll get a private rss feed you'll get access to the montage archive and the digital books and when you subscribe for one year you have three options one year though you get a free copy of one of my books a physical soft cover copy of one of those books And if you'd like to read more about those books to see what they are first, they're on the website. You can buy those books separately as well. Check us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and more. And our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters. The link is on our website. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we will talk to you on the next broadcast. God willing. 
This is The Secret Teachings. Stay tuned to The Fringe FM. The music, White Bat Audio. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.